0: You're listening to the Kings of the Ring Podcast Network.
1: This is the Kings of the Ring, wrestling's first audio drama podcast. A fictional retelling of the 1980s wrestling wars, written and produced like a cable TV drama series. Today's episode would be rated MA for graphic sexual content, excessive profanity, and drug use. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Kings of the Ring. Julian Kane's Empire Wrestling Federation, Empire TV. I'm the Prince of Persia, the Marvel from the Middle East. I am Prince Abdullah Akbar. I get all straight from Ayatollah. First we take hostage, then we take World Championship. And now Ayatollah rule Empire Wrestling Federation through me. Dan Sanders cripple for life, so they bring in Thor Hansen to challenge me? How dare you? In one month, we go back to Chicago, the place where I win world title, and I will crush Thor Hansen rib and snap them like a chicken bone. And I send him to hospital because I hate him i hate america i hate your blue jeans i hate your texas cowboys i hate your ronald reagan i hate your cheeseburger i hate your michael jackson and i spit on america and you know why because i am the world heavyweight champion days in hotel later that evening Oh, I love America. I love your drugs. I love your music. And I love your women with your giant American teats. The Prince, Abdullah Akbar, completely naked, glazed in sweat, except for the EWF championship belt around his waist. His penis pokes out of an enormous mound of thick black pubic hair. He's standing on the bed while a party is going on outside the room. He holds a small golden spoon up to his nose and takes a harsh snort of cocaine. We see four women in the room beneath him, also nude, laying at his feet or kneeling on the floor, worshipping him like a god, or at least that's how he saw it. All of you American bitches I'm going to fuck you each once. Then I'm going to stack you like pancake and fuck you all at the same time. And you know why? Because I am the fucking World Heavyweight Champion. Kings of the Ring, episode five, Aftermath. The wrestlers of Empire are celebrating another strong house, or maybe it is just like any other day. In the room next to the princes, some of the other wrestlers are gathered, while a girl dressed in leather on the bed forcibly commands the wrestlers to whip her one at a time, while the others drink beers, enjoying the show. In another room, a girl wearing nothing but tennis shoes and a smile carefully steps and walks all over Marauder number two, who is flat on his back on the floor, wearing nothing but his mask and is fully aroused. A door opens and another group of girls bring in more cases of beer, set them in the tub already filled with ice and beer, next to a large tray of cold cuts, fruit, joints, pills, some empty vials of cocaine, and more bottles of liquor. The Bronx Bombers are in the bedroom next door both naked with two naked girls. While they are EWF Tag Team Champions in the ring, there are no tags being done now. They're taking on these girls Texas Tornado style, all four of them going at it at the same time. In the adjoining room, the newest member of the Empire, Thor Hansen, is finishing a push-up contest with the Tarzan Kid as several of the wrestlers and girls cheer them on. Tarzan can't keep up with the hugely muscled Thor who knocks out five more push-ups after victory before standing up and tearing his shirt off and chugging a beer that someone tosses to him. Finished with the girl stepping on his body, Marauder number two, still naked but masked, gets up, lights a cigarette, and leans against the wall to rest, where Thor is resting too, albeit for two different activities. Hey, brother Thor. How long you in New York for? Thor catched his breath. At least a couple more months. From now on, I work any U.S. dates. I only work Empire. I don't have another tour for World Japan until March. Is Akira still booking? Yeah. I still owe him a date, but I haven't been back in two years. All my international dates have been in Puerto Rico. I'm making good money down there. You making out in Japan? Oh yeah, brother, they're heating me up. And this main event with Abdullah next month in Chicago is going to be big for me. Picks of me and the Jap mags with Buddy Melrose were big enough, but now me getting a top single spot for the Empire belt should really up my rate. I really want to be as big as Goliath there one day. Akira thinks I can do it. Does Julian know you're going back to Japan? A girl walks by and Marauder number two to use the bathroom. Never really talked about that. Marauder immediately forgets he's talking to Thor and turns to the girl.
0: Hey, darling, are you going
1: in to take a shit? I'll give you $20 if I can watch. Uh, Okay, then. Uh, I'm going to go over there now. Talk to you later, Marauder. It's the next morning, and Julian Kane, on his fourth cup of coffee, is still busy with work in the makeshift office he made out of his hotel room. He's on the phone with Diamond Donnie Gold. Donnie, when can you start?
2: Just a few more dates this week. I can't know sure there.
1: Julian pauses, beginning to grow impatient. There's a knock on the door, and Louis the Greek enters with Sal Spinelli, his top two capos.
2: I'm on the way to Puerto Rico. They sold 25,000 tickets for me already. They're not even your competition. What's the big deal?
1: Donnie, this week okay? And you cannot drop the belt under any circumstance to anyone this week. If anyone tells you different, you have to fight them on that. Do you understand?
2: Yeah, yeah, I do.
1: This is part of the deal, Donnie. I need you strong if you want to do what we talked about. But I also need that WWA belt in my possession. Just
2: give me the week.
1: Julian hangs up the phone as Sal approaches. Were you just talking to Donnie Gold? I thought you weren't working with the WWE anymore. I'm not. (laughs) Then why were you talking to him? Gentlemen, Thor Hansen is only the beginning. There are more on the way. There's a lot more of everything on the way. Well, I came to give you this. It's a telegram from the board of the WWE all the violations we committed by you running Chicago, and a bunch of other shit. Plus, we're suspended from booking any W.W.A. talent. It's all here. Julian takes the telegram, looks at it, then laughs and crumples it up and throws it away. The Greek and Sal are a little shocked. Julian opens a large leather-bound address book and leafs through to find a number. He pushes the speaker button on his office phone so the other two can hear. You want to know what I think of the W.W.A.? Watch this. Hello? Charlie Gotch. Julian? I just received the telegram from the W.W.A. board.
2: God, trying to make amends, eh?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to let you know as soon as possible. It just couldn't wait. Charlie, I want you to take your demands and your reprimands and stick them straight up your ass. And consider this call my official resignation from the World Wrestling Alliance.
2: You can't just do that. Who the fuck do you think you are anyway? Julian, motherfucker, running Chicago, stealing my talent?
1: You had Thor all along, Charlie. You have no one to blame but yourself.
2: Here, Julian, you slimy-eyed son of a bitch.
1: I'm not just here to pull out of the Alliance, Charlie. I also have an offer, giving you a chance to get out before it's too late. What the fuck are you talking about? I want to make an offer to you right now to buy the American Midwest territory from you outright. I'll give you $2 million. Louis and Sal's eyes get big.
2: AMW has ruled the wrestling world since 1950. I'm not selling it to you for nothing.
1: Think about it, Charlie. You can save face. Quit now. And you'll have enough money to live comfortably the rest of your life. Right? How
2: dare you, Julian. You motherfucker.
1: You should probably take my offer now. Because in about a year's time, the AMW will be barely worth $500,000. (laughs) Fuck you,
2: Julian. Fuck you.
1: Fuck you. Thank you. Fuck you. Bye. Julian slams the button down and laughs. Greek and Sal are shell-shocked. Fuck that old man. Fuck him. Greek speaks up. Julian, uh, you offer two million dollars. I see the money you throw around these days. The money you spend too much. Sal cuts him off. Greek, we got Thor Hansen. Sounds like Donnie Gold's coming too. This will all pay off in the end. I just know it. Have more faith in Julian and let him do what he's gotta do. Yes, Louis. Have more faith. And thank you, Sal. You're starting to come around. Seeing things my way. Besides, it was a bluff. I just wanted to fuck with his head again. See what other mistakes he can make. Never sell, and that's why he's gonna die with a broken spirit and without a penny to his name. Daniel Hawkins, Carolina Wrestling Association. It's late night in the Carolina backroads between Greensboro and Columbia. Corporal Punishment is at the wheel. The massive Hercules Harris is shotgun, while the Irish Hammer Killian Cavanaugh and the Hawaiian Hunk. Tommy Aloha, are in the back seat. The car is filled with marijuana smoke and the sound of rolling empty beer cans and bottles, as all four are drinking and smoking in between towns. The car veers to the side of the road just for a second before the corporal straightens them back out. <laughs> you okay, Deba? Aloha asks after a puff, then passes the joint to Cavanaugh. Sure thing, Tommy. Thought I saw a cat or something on the road, but I popped a few caps earlier. I'm wide awake, don't you worry. Hercules Harris adds, That's right, baby. Fast and caps. You wanna stay high, you gotta be wide. Well, slow the fuck down or learn how to fucking drive. <sighs> Killian Cavanaugh finishes his puff and hands it up to Hercules, and finishes his story. So I hear fucking gunshots. I'm in the hills of fucking Kentucky. I don't know how fucking normal this is, because the fucking coppers aren't doing shite. The ref takes a front bump, so I follow his lead and jump down the floor. I look up, and sure enough, there's a fucking mark in the bleachers, firing off a gun, and he's aiming at me. The fucking copper's just standing there at ringside, and I shout at him, Oi, you're going to fucking do something. And he's like, oh, don't worry, that's just Woody. He couldn't hit the broadside of a barn. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. Jesus fucking Christ. Last time I ever worked a show for Raylan Crenshaw. I'm going to miss you, Cavanaugh. I can barely understand you, but I like the way you say it. Well, I can't understand you neither, you marbly-mouthed fucker. Hercules, how many times do I have to tell you, man? Hercules was all muscle, you're all fat, and he sure as fuck wasn't black. Yeah, take it easy now, Kavanaugh. We're working tomorrow night, and I may just forget it's a work, put on my full nelson, and bend your neck off. Yeah. Oh, I'd like to see you try, you overly-muscled, big-cocked fucker. I'll bend you over and fuck you into the arse, right there in the middle of the ring. Have you begging for mercy? They all laugh and drink their beers and smoke. Kavanaugh has them in stitches the entire ride. Oh, but who I really want to fuck is that Miss Kitty. Oh, ho, 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 no, no, ho, ho. no, 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 no. Oh, the things I would do to that girl's bum. Corporal chimes in. No, Das Killian. She's with Barry Lovelace. lice. That fairy? No fucking way. No, ba. He no queer. He's just gimmick. She bury wife. (laughs) I fucked so many men's wives I've lost count. And no girl can resist me, Irish Hammer. Get in line, Cavanaugh. Everybody's tried to fuck her, and everybody's failed. Even Donny Gold hasn't been able to pry open those pants. I wouldn't try either by. She cut your fucking dick off. Yep, she keep a razor on her at all times. I seen her use it too. Some mark tried to touch her titty on the way to the locker room in Marietta. Boy, she cut him up good. What's her fucking problem? Corporal Punishment explains. Miss Kitty is the daughter of Bob Walker, the most miserable, cranky old cunt in the whole business. And he's your new boss when you move to Atlanta. Alright, Atlanta. Choy Jerry, would you slow the fuck down? You're gonna get me killed. Price we pay for the fans, right? I can't wait to see those people. Brings a smile to my face. Oh, for the love of blading Jesus. You think this business is about those fucking fans and smiling and sucking each other's cocks? Bullshite. You listen to me, Hercules. All of you listen good. Because I'm about to give you the most valuable lesson of your life. This business is about the fucking money. And it always will be. And that's why I'm a fucking wrestler. You think I put up with getting stabbed or me life threatened? Or leaving me dear crippled da back home in Dublin all for the approval of some fucking retard in the front row. It's always about the money. It's why we do what we fucking do. And if you or any of you fuckers think any different, then you need to hang up your fucking boots. Because you're no longer a wrestler. You're a fucking mark. And I got no fucking time for you. The car is silent for a moment as Killian takes a slug from his beer, and the others process Killian's words, looking out into the dark Carolina night. Jerry's mind immediately drifts to his secret meeting with Julian Kane, as he was told his plans for Empire. Show sure the fans what real entertainment looks like. I have deals in place with parties nationwide to make this a reality. The only thing we're missing is you. Corporal punishment is the key ingredient for Empire to succeed. Jerry, you are America, and I want to tap into that more than anyone's done before. You can be Captain America, come to life. Imagine little kids playing with corporal punishment action figures. Or watching a corporal punishment cartoon show. You more than anyone are custom made for the Empire Wrestling Federation. And you'll get a percentage of those toy sales. I can build a company around you as the face of the Empire Wrestling Federation. Just think about all the money you'll make. So Tony. Why you put those damn flowers on a fan before your match, like we're in fucking Hawaii? Why you kiss up to those fucking marks? No, it's more than that. You see, I only put the lay on pretty girl. It's how I mock her. What do you mean? Security, come out after my match. Bring the girl with the lay back to locker room. Then I fuck her. You do what? I fuck her, Well, sometimes she stuck on my uli uli. <laughs> 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 They speed by a police motorcycle, shrouded in darkness. The red and blue lights immediately come on. Oh, fucking Jerry. I told you to slow the fuck down. Take it easy, Killian. Be cool. Should I throw this grass out the window? Corporal Punishment pulls the car over. The police bike stops behind me. Bad enough I have to listen to your shite music. Now you're getting me arrested. I don't need any shite right now with the law. Leave the Pakalolo, Don't you worry, Nanba. I got this. Kevino, put this jacket over your face. You no can see you with all us baby face. The police officer walks towards the car as the backseat window rolls down. Billows of marijuana smoke pour out of the vehicle like a scene from a Cheech and Chong movie. And out pokes Tommy Aloha's smiling face. Dear problem, officer. Holy shit, you Tommy Aloha, ain't you? Tommy steps out of the car as beer bottles hit the ground. He's wearing a skin-tight tank top that completely accentuates his brown-tanned beach bodybuilder physique. Of course I am, officer. You work a security for a show tomorrow night? Uh, no, sir, I'm working a double shift a patrol in town. Oh, that a shame, ba. Let me give you my new 8x10 picture. New shot. Jerry, pop the trunk. Jerry gets out to open the trunk with his keys. Holy shit, corporal punishment too! Yeah, ba, we on the way Columbia early. Hit the gym, crack a dawn. Well, it's a pleasure to meet you, sir. Tommy pulls out a glossy 8x10 picture of himself. The pleasure all mine, officer. Who I make this out to? American Midwest Wrestling Office, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Charlie Gotch, son Nellie, and Buddy Melrose discuss the past weekend as Nellie looks through a notepad. Final numbers are in for Julian's show at the Rosemont. 8,356. Buddy Melrose asks, Paid? Paid. You want to hear what we did? It's not good. No, it doesn't matter. Because next time, we'll be more prepared to load up our show. I don't know why you two didn't push for that the last time. Nelly's about to say something and Buddy motions for him to just let it go. We got caught with our pants down Saturday night. It won't happen again. First of all, if he wants a rematch, he's going to get it. Nelly, make sure we're booked at Chicago Stadium the same night as Julian. We are going to crush him. And we're going to set the territory on fire at the same time by turning Buddy Melrose. You still want to do that? Of course I do. It's the smart move. Next show, we're going to do the biggest attraction in wrestling, a battle royal. Ah, oh, that's good. Should we bring in Goliath? He's the king of battle royals. No, Goliath is more trouble than he's worth, and he practically lives in Japan these days. But this is where the turn will take place. The finish will come down to our foreign heels. Bull Von Heimer, the Banzai Express, and you. He points at Buddy. "'Circumstance is gonna turn you, babyface, buddy. "'Fans have already seen how Thor deserted you. "'Now the patriotism of the fans will finish it off. "'You may be a desertly heel, but you're an American, damn it, "'and that's why they're gonna triple-team you "'right into the warm embrace of the people.'" Buddy Melrose nods his head. "'That'll work. I can sell that. "'But I'm really not sure if the fans want me, babyface.'" We tell the fans what they want. They don't tell us. Hang on. Dad, don't take too long. You haven't eaten all morning. Let's get breakfast already. Hello?
0: Charlie Gotch.
1: Julian? I just received the telegram from the WWA board. Yeah, trying to make amends, eh? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I wanted to let you know as soon as possible it just couldn't wait. Charlie, I want you to take your demands and your reprimands and stick them straight up your ass. And consider this call my official resignation from the World Wrestling Alliance.
1: You can't just do that. Who the fuck do you think you are anyway? Julian? Motherfucker? Running Chicago? Stealing my talent?
0: You had Thor all along, Charlie. You have no one to blame but yourself.
1: You listen here, Julian, you slimy-eyed son of a bitch.
0: I'm not just here to pull out of the Alliance, Charlie. I also have an offer, giving you a chance to get out before it's
1: too late. What the fuck are you talking about?
0: I want to make an offer to you right now to buy the American Midwest territory from you outright. I'll give you two million dollars.
1: Are you nuts? AMW has ruled the wrestling world since 1950. I'm not sending it to you for nothing. Think about it, Charlie.
0: You can save face. Quit now, and you'll have enough money to live comfortably the rest of your life, right? How dare you, Julian, you motherfucker.
1: Charlie clenches his fist, crushing a styrofoam cup of coffee, spilling it all over the desk.
0: You should probably take my offer now. Because in about a year's time, the will be barely worth $500,000. <laughs> Fuck you, Julian. Fuck you. Fuck you. Thank you. Fuck you. Bye. Uh, 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 my chest. My chest.
1: Charlie got crashes to the floor, sweat pouring off his face. He clutches Julie. at his chest. Buddy runs over to check on him, cradling his head. Charlie, can you hear me? Nellie, call the doctor, now! Julie! Now! Julian! Julian! If you want to hear a Talking Dead-type show with a behind-the-scenes explanation and analysis of Episode 5, check out Breaking Kayfabe, available exclusively on the Kings of the Ring website, kingsotr.com. Episode number six will be a unique solo episode following Donnie Gold's trip to San Juan to defend the WWA world title in a unique and special episode called Donnie Does Puerto Rico.